Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Show. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I want to talk to you about an issue that most RIAs, most advisors, we think we've got handled until we find out it's not. And sometimes we don't even find out until it's too late. And sometimes we don't even find out at all. What am I talking about? Client communication. There's a very famous study in our industry that I'm sure you're familiar with from Dalbar, and it surveyed affluent clients who left one advisor, one RIA for another, and asked them why they switched. What do you think the reason was, if you're not familiar with the study? Most advisors say things like investment performance, right? They can't control the market being down, and then the clients get upset and leave and blame the advisor or the RIA. Turns out that is completely not true. Investment performance is the 14th reason on the list. Number one was client communication and expectations. Now, you're probably thinking we communicate with our clients all the time. We send them their monthly or quarterly statements. We have meetings with them once a year, twice a year, four times a year. And we might send them an email newsletter with market updates and economic commentary. We communicate. But here's the thing. That's not what your clients want. They don't want to read about economic commentary. They don't want to read about non-farm jobs, payroll. They don't want to read about what the market's doing. They're paying you for that. What they want you to communicate with them is about the rest of their life. They assume that you're going to take care of the market stuff, the investment stuff. That's your job. That's what they're paying for. So you telling them that you're doing it, just that's their expectation. You're meeting it. You're not exceeding it. You're not creating raving fans. In fact, you're going backwards because if all they ever hear about is their money, there's no relationship. They're not bonded. You might think I see them once a year, a couple times a year. We're doing a great job. They seem happy. Everything's fine, but it's not because other advisors, other RAAs are marketing to your clients every single day. They're getting seminar invitations. They're getting webinar invitations. They're getting emails. Ken Fisher's got an ad in every magazine there is. So you are, your clients are always vulnerable to solicitation by another advisor, another RA, unless you make the relationship about more than their money. So touching them 12 times a year with statements, they don't even read their statements and there's no emotional attachment to their statement other than I hope there's an up plus arrow at the bottom, right? I hope it went up. So that's not what does it. What does it is communication that is about their life, not the market, not their investments, warm and fuzzy stuff. So we figured out the ratio is two to one, which means for every two months of warm fuzzy, then you can do a promotional campaign like a referral promotion. We don't ask for a referral, but the phone rings with referrals anyway, and a lot of them. So what do I mean by a warm fuzzy month, a warm fuzzy piece of content? Um, Let's see, it's October. Right, This is going to air late September, early October. What's the biggest holiday in October? Halloween. So I would send a Halloween greeting card. Happy Halloween. That's a warm fuzzy. Um, Watch out for trick-or-treaters. If you're driving around, if you're going to be home, um, you can put your trick-or-treat bowl out so you don't have to answer the door if you don't want to. Or if you're my wife, and if you're not, after you go trick-or-treating so that you can answer the door and see all the kids in their cute costumes. So a warm and fuzzy would be happy Halloween, right? Then November comes and November's Thanksgiving. So I would send a Thanksgiving card because most people don't and you will stand out more. Everybody sends Christmas cards, holiday cards. Then you're in December and you could do a promotion 
about referrals, in which case December is obviously Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, end of year. And you could do stuff like, who do you know? So here, I'll give you an example for November because it's easier. Who do you know who's not thankful their financial advisor? And you do a contest and people call in and they give you all the referrals. So you got to do two months of warm fuzzy before you have earned the right to do a direct mail promotional content piece. If all you do is promos, people will stop opening your snail mail and they will literally stop talking to you and ghost you and leave you. So you got to do warm fuzzy, warm fuzzy, hard ask. January could be happy new year. February could be happy Valentine's Day. We love getting to serve you. March is National Optimism Month. Who do you know who's not optimistic about the markets, the retirement, the relationship with their financial advisor? You get the idea. It's about being creative outside the box. Two months, four times a year. So eight months of the year, I want them thinking, oh, that Seth is so clever. I feel all warm and fuzzy towards him. I wonder what he's going to send next. That's cute. And then four months out of the year, I want them going, oh, who do I know who's not optimistic about the retirement? Joe at work was just complaining about his 401k. I should talk to him, see if he's got an advisor and send him to Seth and his RAA. That's what you want. That's what you want to communicate about the market, the investment, the performance. That's the baseline. Do you need to do it? Yes. Would I ditch the economic commentary can newsletters from the vendors in our industry? Yes, because your clients don't care. Look at the open rates. Look at the click-through rates if you're sending it via email, right? When was the last time someone called you and said, man, that article about the Fed was really good. I'm sure you wrote it because they know you didn't, right? It doesn't, they're not writing like people talk, right? They're writing like an economic bullet point analysis that no one actually, the only people who care about are economists and us. So send that stuff if you have to. Obviously the investment stuff is a baseline, but please, please, please add warm, fuzzy communication. You will be amazed at the results you get. See you next week.